Happy Easter and welcome to episode 110 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, here today with family on this Easter Sunday. We got my brother, Cut Carter. Hello. And Mr. Consistent, JB. Yes, sir. You know, man. No vibes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> how you guys doing, man? How you doing? How you doing? Good. Marvelous, brother. One day out from Easter, you know what I'm saying? I had a good Lord Friday. God. Say, had a good what? A good Friday, a real good Friday. I hope so. A lot to get into, a lot of things happened since the last time we was on. The NBA playoff matchups are set, NBA, NFL draft is on the way. We're going to start an NBA, man, unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about before we get into it. He's risen. Get into it, broski. What where, where the merch at? He's risen. Oh, pack merch? Oh, the, yeah. Pack merch. How do oh. I not have any pack merch on my body right now? Got <laughs> <laughs> a bunch Y'all of caught me, It caught me lacking today. Look, man. Let me just get up and go show you my pile of clothes where I already Please wore. don't. <laughs> Packbrand.net. Tap in. Y'all caught me lacking today. But look, listen. We love y'all. Appreciate y'all support. Go tap in with us and buy some of that clothing, man, and become a part of the pack. Become a part of the pack and Join. rep packed. Join. Frank Go ahead, bro. Happy Easter. Frank T. Trying happy Easter. All right. We're going to start in the NBA with the playing games. Finally concluded. The NBA playoff matches are set. In the West, the Pelicans are the eighth seed after defeating the San Antonio Spurs, then defeating the Los Angeles Clippers last night. And then and the seventh seed is the Timberwolves as they defeated the Clippers to be the seventh seed. In the East, the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers to be the seventh seed. Meanwhile, the Hawks defeated the Hornets to advance to the next playing game to beat the Cavaliers to end up the eighth seed. Um, so the, the playoffs, playoffs are set. I just want to throw out some stats to you guys before we start. Um, in the history of the playing games, I know it's been two years. The seventh seed is 4-0. The eighth seed is 0-4 in the first matchup. The ninth seed is 4-0 in the first matchup. The 10th seed is on 4. And for the number 8th seed spot, the 8th seed is 1-3, and and the ninth seed is 3-1. and So it seems like there's a discrepancy for the 7th for the seed. It seems like that game doesn't matter, and the ninth, 10th game don't matter. But for the 7th, 8th, it's leaning towards the ninth seed as of the stats today. So should the playing game should, should it even be a thing? Like... Why did the I know why the NBA added it, but should it still be there? We see the descriptions going on, and it doesn't really impact the postseason as a result. The one seed or two seed usually wipes the floor with the seven, eight seed, regardless. So should the play in still be there? Cut Carter, start with you. I think it's just something they're doing because they want to do an in-season tournament, but they can't right now. So it's just something they're going with to test it out and see how people how invested people are. So I feel like once they have an in-season tournament that they talking about doing in the middle of the season, they're going to get rid of this play-in thing. However, I don't know how you have an in-season tournament and then the playoffs. It's just a lot. They're trying to do too much, I feel like. I feel like what they had going was fine, 82 games. And top eight seeds make it. The only thing I feel like they could do to make it better is just make it a, a um, non-conference. That's the only thing I could see them doing to make it better, in my opinion. Well, you know, you However... Like they're they going to do it if they add more teams. They have to. Because I don't think it'll be even. The divisions won't be even no more. 
unless everybody play each other twice. So you only play the West Coast twice and then the East Coast three times if you're in the East or whatever. But personally, I feel like their best bet is to go non-conference, play in tournament, non-conference tournament, and make it more like March Madness. Even if it is serious involved. A best of three, you don't have to be too deep. Like, you don't got to be the most. I agree with that. I think it needs to be in that tournament format, just just the top teams, man. Like non-conference, I mean non-conference. Um, you know, I'm really not a fan of the play-in. I feel like a lot of these teams be really running from the grind. If you ain't, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't handling your business in the regular 82, I mean, I'm sorry. You can't get in. I feel bad for Cleveland because it's just like, <laughs> you know, they fought, they fought hard throughout they, the they regular would, season. They, they would have got swept regardless, though. But I feel like I feel like seven. I feel like seven should be set, and maybe eight and nine play. Yeah, for the last percent. Or 100%. if you're tied, if your record's the same, I don't like all that tiebreaker BS like the NFL does. If your record's the same, you can play. But in the, and in that point, the East was literally all them guys had the same record. For the, um, the end season tournament, if they do add two teams, I feel they'll most likely do what the NFL does and just have two conferences and break them. The divisions into more. Oh, like so it'll be four. No, no, no so division. it'll be it'll be thirty-two teams, sixteen in each conference. So that's four divisions. Oh, make it four, 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 four. Yeah. Four. And Adam Silver said, um, he indicated that the playing tournament is here to stay. So he said it'll most likely fix it. So with that news breaking, like about a week ago, how would you fix the playing tournament if it is they're not going to end up? not taking it away they're going to keep it because i feel like after the pandemic they need to recoup off some revenue it did um last season people players enjoyed it fans enjoyed it so how would you improve the playing tournament like i just said seven eight nine ten i don't think the tim seed should even go and be involved jb the tim seed the tim seed thing is just ridiculous <laughs> i think it should be like one through nine if you are going to do a playing tournament and um yeah like it just doesn't make sense. Like we're really wasting our time with the ten seed. What do you guys you think about if they is it, if it's based on how many games back? So let's say you're a a game and a half or two games back, you um you're eligible to play in the playing. But if not, they just kick the ninth seed. They don't do it for the tenth and ninth seed if they don't reach the game requirement back from that team to play in the playing. How you feel about that? Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, it's all stupid. But it Galen sense. looking so confused. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I feel yeah. the energy this morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just don't. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, but it's just like, you that's, doing a lot now. That's exactly how I'm like, okay, like. Can we just show throw the ball out, Brandon? Let's just get into the playoff basketball. Like <laughs> when you start having to do this many games back, that many games, I feel like you have fans like me who don't want to really think that hard. And they just want to see they, you know, one through nine or eight really, you know, play. That's a prime example of consumers and their attention spans right there. A prime <laughs> example. We don't have the attention span. For all of that, Bruce. <laughs> I got you. Like, fans, we just want to see the best product on the floor at any given time. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's our team or not. Um, 
in terms of this play-in, I wasn't really a fan at first, just because, as I said earlier, I just feel like you're you're pretty much rewarding uh, franchises who pretty much haven't really taken the regular season seriously, and like anybody can be beaten on any given night. So, really, who's to say that team really deserves to be there because they won two games? What do you think they made it a best of three? A best of three. Well, the problem with making it a best of three, because now the, the winning team of that is going to be, they're going to make a case that their legs aren't going to be as fresh going into their series, their actual playoff series. So yeah, I feel like you have issues when you, if you try to do that. So basically I feel as if just go ahead and just extinguish it all together and then just make it a regular tournament. Or cut down on the games in the regular season. Cause you well, yeah. four times. I don't I mean, yeah, I think you could. I can see them cutting it down to 72 games. They should, 72 only, play, games. They should only play them other, the teams they play four times, three times. Four is like a stretch. Yeah. All right. We're going to be, we need to be in them league offices with uh, Adam Silver. You know what I'm saying? Got to <laughs> let them know. And we're back. And we, we're joined here with Lil B. Lil B, how you doing today, man? Doing good. How about you, sir? I'm doing well. Um, fashionably late as always. Won't be back in that bio soon. Uh, we're, moving, <laughs> we're moving on to pick the NBA award winner since the regular season over and it is a regular season award. I want you guys to pick two NBA award winners. It could be MIP, MVP, coach of the year, rookie of the year. You know the awards. JB, kick it off, man. All right. So my first prediction, it's pretty easy. Most improved, most improved player this year, DeJounte Murray. Guy goes from not being an all-star to being an all-star. You know what I'm saying? Taking and keeping those Spurs afloat. I don't think I think the Spurs would have been like a bottom, bottom tier team in the West if it wasn't for DeJounte. Um, that just shows you the type of, you know, growth he's had this year. Coming in that second, I thought it was I, I leaned between him and Desmond because Desmond pretty much doubled his point total and like has been shooting the ball lights out. For my second prediction, I'm going with the Siberian killer. Nikola Jokic to win MVP. The boy just been going crazy, man. Got them boys in at the sixth seed with his second and third best player hurt. Ain't nobody better than him right now this year, bro. Nobody's had a better year than Nikola Jokic this year. And I expect for that boy to win the MVP. Maybe not unanimously. unanimously. Maybe not unanimously, but we're going to see how it go. Lil B, it's all you. What you got? Two and two NBA award winners for this regular season. All right, I'm gonna go with most improved player. Correct him on that, and I'm gonna um, go with coach of the year. Uh, so the most improved player is going to be Jordan Poole of the Golden State Warriors, and because of that, is you come from last year, he was just a role player, and in the G League, and nobody. Wasn't expecting him to make a huge leap this year. Nobody wasn't expecting him to do none of this this year. So as for him to come out this year to take over when Steph hurt, take over when Clay hurt, take over when Draymond hurt, keeping the boys rolling, keeping it, everything flowing, like 17 consecutive games with 20 plus points. And so to me, that's the most improved player. And then coach of the year, I'm gonna go with. M.A. Udoka for the Celtics, right? That's his name. And I'm going to go with him because he got the Celtics right. He got them playing together. The chemistry is tight. 
Uh, second half of the All-Star break, I think they the record was like 30 and 11 or something like that. He got them boys right. They locked in. So I feel like them going into the playoffs, I feel like they got a good coach, um, a good system going. So that Brooklyn series is going to be tough. So I expect that to go to seven. Who you got winning? I got Brooklyn. <laughs> okay, but let me let me get into my two and correct both of these dudes because they're fools. And I don't call him Mekke, whatever, which I respect his name and I respect what he's doing, but I call him Nia Long Husband. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, uh, I'm going to hop into it for real, for real. Um, Coach of the Year is Monty Williams. Coach of the Year is Monty Williams. He got robbed last year, so I don't. there's no way he don't win it this year because they own last year anyway. Um, anyone, anyone, the coaches, the coaches, when they vote, they pick them too. Um, and he, he picked them last year. He won it last year too. I don't get the Tom Thibodeau BS, and I don't think anybody that the Suns are the number one seed is is clear cut him. Uh, most improved, I, I see it differently from y'all, but I'm gonna go with the best rapper in the NBA, and I'm gonna go with Miles Bridges. I think he elevated his game. I think he became a real number two behind. Well, some. Really scoring wise, he was the number one. <laughs> what I'm saying behind Lamelo, without Gordon Hayward, I feel like he stepped up a lot, and I I think his game really elevated. It definitely. We'll say I'm not gonna talk about it, but I feel like six man of the year was an obvious choice, so nobody's talking about it for real. And I feel like MVP is debatable, but I feel like it's a two way debate. A lot of MIP candidates for sure. John Moran is even a candidate. I heard. I, really think, I think John Morant. Yeah, people was arguing about it. I think John Morant should. I, people was like, "How the hell is he first team All NBA?" And I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> "He like, should be first team All NBA this year." They was yeah, trying to. They was try, people were trying to argue that Trey had a better year, and stat wise, no. he did. Yeah, but I'm talking about in terms of impact. Like stats is only like Russell Westbrook. Don't do impact. Triple double. Don't do impact because you take Trey. You. You don't see it like this, but we all know if Trey wasn't on that team, they they be he 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 wins the games, the big game. Yeah, yeah you're right. We 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 pulled this up on um other yeah. websites. The team, is, the team might be four and four without him, but I'm telling you, <clears throat> you take him away, they don't win big games. Period. He's literally he's he's their best player, of course. I'm not saying that he's valuable to his team. Who do I think is more Wait, valuable? And how you gonna say that when John Morant missed twenty some games and they were winning? Like we on a streak when he wasn't playing. Team was great. I think, I think that it might not, it might not have been similar, but I think they would have stayed afloat if Trey would have missed similar games. Like maybe it wouldn't be like eighteen, something crazy like eighteen and two, but I could see some like ten and eight or like twelve and whatever. Like I don't think it's, I don't think it would have been that big of a the discrepancy. And you know Trey, but I, he's second best player too, right? Who who the second best player? Clint Capella beater. John Collins. Oh. Yeah, and assuming then, if John, and, and, and John, Capella John was out last Capella was out last night as well. I don't <clears> I'm not high on Capella, but that's who he threw the lob to. Both of them was out, and he still found a way to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, they took that. Yeah, they hurt yeah, he my boy. Oh, he took over. He took over. He hurt himself. He pulled him on him, but that's the thing. I had to bring that topic up, but go ahead. All good. Uh, my two award winners, rookie of the year. I have Scotty Barnes winning that award. He is, pull up the stats, top three, number three in scoring in all rookies, number three in rebounds in all rookies, and he's number five in assists. Just a impact player that the Toronto Raptors drafted 
and he has he's not their best player, but he's a big reason why they're the fifth seed and a potentially will upset the Philadelphia 76 in the first round. So Scotty Barnes, rookie of the year. And for MVP, he stole it the last two, three weeks of the season. Giannis Antetokounmpo, the, the emphatic block on Joel Embiid when a game on the line and a step back three against the Brooklyn Nets. Signature moments to steal the MVP, averaging 30 points a game. I believe he's the best player in the NBA. Has the Bucks as the third seed, higher than the, both the Sixers and the Nuggets. So Giannis will win his third MVP in four years, whether you like it or not. That is a incredible accolade. I'm going to argue. Talk to me. I feel like I said two-way race. I feel like it's a four-way race. I feel like people are sleeping on this other foreign player, Luka Doncic. I feel MVP? like he got a case. I feel like he always has a MVP? Yes. He always has a case. I feel like it's Embiid. I don't think it's Embiid. I, I feel like they're trying to make it into a political thing, but Embiid numbers aren't better than Joker, so I don't get how he could win it over Joker. If it's going to come down to him and Joker, it's Joker. If it's going to come down to him, Joker, and Giannis, it's Joker. But that's just me. It could, it could be Devin Booker, too, though. No. I think Book should be, yeah. Yes. No. He should not be He's top proven. four. The top four, I just told you top four. He's not in that. He is. Luka's not in that, though. Yes, he but is. But Luka's not, he's Luka's not he better is. than Devin Booker. Is That's what, what I'm telling you. There, look at it. What? Look, the proof is in the pudding. <laughs> the proof is in the pudding. I don't know what pudding you've been looking at, because he better at Luka. What is he better at Luka at? Can you, can, you tell me if, can you tell me if Luka Doncic has won a playoff series yet? Yeah, that's, that's a fact. Mm. Can you tell me who was there to help Devin Booker win his first one? Hey, bro. <laughs> I don't understand why you're right? I'm just telling you the facts. Paul. I'm just telling Luka you the facts. Luca playing out there. Luca's a defender. Luca out there playing. Luca was out there playing against the Clippers two years straight, getting guarded by Kawhi and PG by himself, literally dropping 30 a game. Are you crazy? Did you not see what Devin Booker did in the bubble against PG and Kawhi per game? You talking about in the bubble when they when they got when they when they lost when they won seven in a row and then they didn't make it and they didn't make it they weren't even good. They run eight. I'm sorry, eight in a row, (laughs) and that's what Monty was showing that he was bringing this team together and they needed the great Chris Paul to come in. Nobody's discrediting Chris Paul. They needed Chris Paul to become a great team, but they were on the way to becoming a good team the following season. Chris Paul made them great. You add a superstar point guard to any good team, they'll be great. Hall of Fame point guard. Just say Hall of Fame. Superstar. (laughs) Just say Hall of Fame. He's a superstar. (laughs) I don't know. I think Devin will finish before Luka. I just think. I disagree. The wins. I think the wins just factor into um, Booker's case. Because they was winning games without Chris Paul. I got got Tatum higher than Booker on my list. I'm going to be real with you. And I don't even like him like that. So. All right. Yeah, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of all these superstar well, I'm players. I don't like him, but he's not, I'm not having him. So. Speaking of no, all these superstars. Right? Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Speaking oh. of all these superstar MVP candidates, uh, it's the postseason. Uh, we've seen stars emerge before. We have new stars entering the postseason. We did this last season as well. I want you guys to pick one player or one team that will make a leap in its playoffs, it's Easter Sunday. I want to bunnies hop, so leap cut Carter go first. Team and player, or just one? Oh, we could do both actually. Let's do it. Team Grizzlies, duh. I think the Grizzlies make a hop, and I think they show what I've been saying all season long that they're the warrior killers. Mm. Uh, uh, not this time, not this year, buddy. And player wise, 
Hmm. Ooh, player-wise. I'm going to keep it out west, I think. Um, without Luka, I want everybody to cast their eyes on Jalen Brunson. Please. Please cast your eyes on Jalen Brunson. Like that. Really is. He's really like that. Watch Jalen Brunson. That's all I'm going to say. Watch Jalen Brunson without Luka. JB, what about you? So I'm going to start with the player, man. This guy here, man, I feel like Bam Adebayo will show and prove and shock a lot of people what, with what he does on the floor this year. Um, he's going to be head and shoulders the best player on the court uh, for our team, well, for the Miami Heat. And you got to understand, man, I'm about to go into the team that I think is going to make the most noise in the playoffs this year. I'm going to go on wax and I'm going to say the Miami Heat are coming out of the East. And if they see the Phoenix Suns, nice. they will win the NBA title this year. They will you win the NBA title this year. You can't leave us hanging. You gotta explain that. <clears throat> and I'm can gonna tell that, you. Can why. you put the hat over so the fans can see it? I'm not. This is just the NBA. Where we're not. <laughs> so Pete, right? This is why I say we have this is our best chance to actually win it this year. If we if you look at the matchup across the board, us versus the Suns. We can really stop these boys. Is Aiton strong enough to hang with Bam Adebayo in the paint? I don't think he built like that. Mm. Can we put Kyle Lowry on CP3 and slow him down and beat the old man down? I believe we can. Can we throw P.J. Tucker and Jimmy Butler at Devin Booker multiple times a game and also throw Bam at him? We sure can. Do we not have Tyler Hero coming off the bench with that clip dropping 35? Come on, bro. Like, these are just facts. I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't think we didn't take that step. But you also got Max, bona fide shooter. Gabe Vincent, bona fide shooter. You got Duncan Robinson, bona fide shooter. Like, bro, we, like, and Victor Oladipo. He's back. So Weird. who's going to guard the Suns? Wait, hold on, wait. I mean, I got to hear what I'm Who's going to score on the Suns? Who's going to score? Jimmy and Bam. I told you that. <laughs> Jimmy, Bam, and Tyler. I like Going Crowder. Crazy. I like Crowder. And look, and bro, what's his name? Who? Number seven that played for our team. What you used to call him? NBA champion Kyle Lowry. He's an NBA champion. Championship pedigree. All the pain. Y'all overpaid for them the seven points he be giving. <laughs> pedigree. So when you talk about that's that real pedigree, that real dog food down in Miami South Beach. And boy, I almost say something. Matter of fact, who, who is that? They real dog go, food. <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead, B. They finna make it's they finna make you, me get out. Yeah. I I I so my team that's gonna make some noise. Um I'm gonna go to the Timberwolves. Yeah. So we're going to go with the Timberwolves. <laughs> I expect them to make it a good series with the Grizzlies. I expect Pat Bell to make some noise in the offs. I Wait, before, I, I, I got to cut you off. I'm sorry. Why was Ice. Pat Bev the first player that you named when they have? Because he changed the culture. He changed the culture. Bruiser, I need you to start flashing bias when I say it. On this. <laughs> oh, my. People tell me, like, I'm biased. I ain't even talking about these guys. That's bias. <laughs> 
Y'all are Pat right. Bell, Pat Bell changed the culture. He brought us a certain type of attitude and all them. But us? You see us? Talking, you, us? You, 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 I said in them. No, you nah. said us. Oh, you said but us. Let me, let, me, let me also check you on the fact that fans, pack, pack, pack my, my gang, my, my, my for lifers, he packed these. I, I like that. He played with Ant-Man in AAU. So that is the reason that. That's why he didn't mention Ant-Man first because he trying to like. giving all the inside information now. Because he's being biased. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be mad because the people he rooting for is just in the actual winning situation. Pelicans, we know y'all ain't doing nothing. Come on now. Congratulations. Hold up, hold up. Congratulations. You. You got We're the gentlemen swept. swept. Gentlemen swept. Y'all will not win the game. Y'all will not win the game. <laughs> the Timberwolves are going to win the game. game. They're going to win the game. No, you will not. We're going to win two games. We're losing five. Bro, when you when you look at it, bro, they really matched up good. Grizzlies in six. I think Grizz in seven. Finish. I mean to cut you off, but you finish your point. No, you, you did right. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I said he changed, Pat Bell changed the culture. Everybody got an attitude. You know, Cat talking his talk. This Ant Man gonna go crazy. D Lo gonna go crazy. Ice in his veins. He gonna show out in the playoffs. Like everybody, they got good role players coming off the bench. Vanderbilt. They got all the keys. McDaniel's. They got the keys. I feel like they gonna make some noise. <laughs> B. And then, B. How much is Ant gonna uh, average? He's gonna average at least. 25, at least 25. I think that boy going for 30. I don't know about 30. That's a little, <laughs> but I expect him to go 25. And um, the player, the player, uh, let's see. Right now, I'm going to say, I feel like this the year James Harden going to surprise a lot of folks. I feel like this the year. Yeah, I feel like James Harden is going to make some noise in the playoffs this year. He's going to be a key factor, and he will do great things in the East for the 76ers. I feel like this is year. I feel like he's going to do that. I feel like he's going to get the expectations that they expect him to do. I feel like he's going to do everything right. Him and Embiid, yes, sir. Brandon took my player because I was going to say James Harden as well because I think he has to prove all – I think – in terms of pressure, he has, I believe, the most <clears throat> in the postseason mm-hmm. to to do well. So, so instead of following B, I'm gonna say this, and this isn't no bias, just because I live out here. But Mikael Bridges for so the Suns, he's been Iron Man. That was my that was my other one though. That was yeah, my other he, one too. he's he plays his role so well. He can play all the game. He never missed a game in his collegiate or professional career. And I saw an NBA dot com defense player of the year rankings he's number one in their rankings so he's an elite defender i believe he makes first team all defense and i think he'll put have a, a master class first sticking brandon ingram then whoever they see next round next round on their way to the finals and eventually winning it which leads me to my team that will make noise is the phoenix suns i think they have to redeem themselves after getting bounced last year to yance Antetokounmpo, where they had the series they could have won those games they lost, but Giannis making incredible plays. I think this year with the experience of getting there for the first time, a lot of veterans there. They still have their core with Aiden Booker and CP. Monty Williams is still the head coach. So I think the Suns will finally get over that hump and they'll see their first championship in franchise history, I believe. So I don't think they win it though. They ain't winning though. I think it's time for them. I don't want to see another Bucks championship. <laughs> You'll see another Warriors. You got to worry about that. That's what I'm saying. You'll see another Warriors championship. I love Brandon. 
All right. Hey. Before we not go, JB. I ain't gonna cut you off. I was gonna say, like, that's that's the second team I got making the the finals, the Warriors. Because yeah. Steph gonna come back and be on the team. Are they gonna make it out? The, are we gonna can we be honest and ask, are they gonna make it out the first round? Yes, Wait, bro. They're gonna beat the Nuggets. They're going to dismantle the Nuggets, bro. But that, like, your MVP candidate, you don't think he can overcome the Golden State Warriors? No, no, no. He, he gonna Jordan. need Jamal Murray right here. Hold he on. need them right here. What is this notion that Golden State is just trash? Like, where is this coming from? Know. What is this notion that they're who they used to be? That's what I love. Literally, that's what Clay needed to come back and get acclimated into the offense and get a rhythm, which he has done these past couple of games. Actually, that's right. a blessing in disguise, bro. With Steph being out. Because Clay gets yeah. to get back in rhythm, and then once Steph steps back on the court, like it's gonna click. Like Steph was already ready. Clay just needed to get there, and now I know like they are. They are. Let him know. You can move Jordan back to that six man slot. He comes in, replaces, let's say Steph, and it's uh-huh. boom. It's no drop uh-huh. off. Like yeah, this boy's really gonna be dangerous. Then you got Kaminga. Then you got. You then you got Looney. <laughs> Keep going. You know what I'm Iggy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Oh. Bro, like, Dre gonna Ooh. be holding it down. Oh my God, I know. Yeah. yeah. Dog, Some boys like uh, that. Literally, I know. Y'all are so in love with Steph Curry that y'all can't see about through the fact that that team is not that good. What? Look, they they can't, have- they can't mm-hmm. beat the Suns in any way, shape, or form. They also, they also have a knack. They also have a knack of blowing leads in the fourth. Brandon, no, 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 watch right. Warriors right. games. But that, that be, that be Steve Kerr, though. Ain't, Steve no, 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 no. It'd be the players not being as good as y'all think they are. No, 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 no. They can't beat the Suns. I don't Listen, think they Grizzlies. Steph, Steph, Clay, and Draymond have not been on the court that much together, bro. Guess so what? when they do. Guess what? That sounds very personal problemish to me. Well, listen though, but it's when they a do, personal it's, problem when you see them eliminate the Grizzlies, <laughs> you're okay. gonna be sick. Again, I didn't say nothing about the Grizzlies. I said they won't beat. The they will beat the Suns. They will. They can. They can. They won't. All right. It was so funny when the cards were stacked and they had KD and Steph doing all that stuff and making Chris Paul fall. Ah ha ha Oh, you remember now, that? Huh? Chris Paul, now Chris Paul got a better team, and now Chris Paul knows Steph owns him. He knows that. Owns him. NBA yeah. Twitter talk. You're playing with Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan. Who are, who, <laughs> Come on, bro. Who, who, that was a team. Who, who people like y'all were gassing up and saying they're so no, good. No, he had Jamal Crawford. He was that still team fine. was not good. They caught Lob. <laughs> yes, they were. They yes, caught Lob. They were Clint team, Capella. Bro. They were being Clint Capella. They caught Lob. They didn't shoot no jump shots. They both don't have no. Blake had a slight oh, post that's game. False. DeAndre Jordan has no post game. Bro, they had Jamal Crawford, JJ Reddick, got damn you gonna name Jamal Crawford? JJ, what? You disrespecting Jamal Crawford? He's a oh, six man. He wasn't gonna be the. He's not gonna be the second best player on the team. He wasn't and gonna what make. What you mean, JJ Reddick? JJ Reddick got a burn. JJ Reddick, one of the best shooters who can, who can in JJ Reddick history. Yeah. What? What? You wasn't watching back then. I see. Oh, were the you watching what? the games? You the best watching. what? No, say it again, Jalen, because you said it. <laughs> no, JJ Redick is one of the best shooters in NBA history. He is. I thought you said shooting guard. I was no, he's one of the best shooters. Oh. And oh. JJ can JJ can also strap up. Yes. Right. He yes, can't he can. guard. He can't guard a hard and he can't guard a curry or a clay. Oh my he god. Can. Nobody right. can guard them. But when you talk about somebody that's gonna I make can tell you work who defensively, I can tell you who could guard him. Who? 
Miles Bridges, and, and, and Chris Paul, and Jay Michael. Crowder. Go to the next, because this man has lost his mind this morning. <laughs> Y'all sleep. This what man lost his mind. Dally. Rally the Valley, man. Rally, Rally up. Rally up. <laughs> oh, man. Now we potting. Now yes. we potting, guys. Yes, sir. Now we're potting. Now we're potting. All right. <clears throat> that was a powerful discussion, a little debate going on right there. How about we talk about the players that we think will leap or the teams that will leap? <clears throat> I want you guys to pick a team that will blow it up after the postseason or pick a player that will force his way out that you guys think will force his way out after the postseason. Uh, JB, you thinking? You ready? Or pass it to somebody else? Pass it. Got to think on this one. All right. Uh, cut. Say that one more time. What was the question cut. again? I want you guys to pick a team that will blow it up after the postseason or pick a player that you think will force his way out after the postseason. Just one. One team or one player. You cool. You raise your hand. Cut. I call on you. Utah Jazz. <laughs> they got One of them got to go. I don't know who it's going to be, but one of them yeah. got to go. I agree on that. We know who the Eiffel Tower needs to go. Well, I think they they like him more than Mitchell. I'm I'm under the impression Mm -hmm. they like him more than Mitchell. You said that and it didn't even register in my brain. Like that's how that's how crazy that sounds. Like I think they legit like him more than Mitchell. No, there's just no way. It's impossible. But I actually got an interesting one. Talk to me. All right, I don't think this is going to happen, but let's say the Warriors don't actually win the championship this year. I think those guys blow it up. I think the Golden State Dynasty era will be over, and essentially you will have to part ways and split that team up and rebuild around stuff. I think that's what's going to make sense in this in this juncture in his career. And uh, you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when them pieces run out of gas, they run out of gas. I don't think this is going to happen. I'm saying like if they don't win it this year, I think that is a potential road that they're going to look into. But um, and in, in terms of players forcing their way out, man, hey, Jalen Brown, mm. I know we high on Boston, but I just feel like he could be the man, bro. And with the way I see Tatum going about, you know what I'm saying, how he carries himself offensively, this dude really, like, he'll rub you the wrong way. Like, when he didn't throw Grant Williams, the oop, and was like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I know he was joking, but there's truth behind every joke. And I'm getting the sense that Tatum seems more so like a bad teammate or a very cocky teammate that can rub people the wrong way. And Jalen Brown, to me, is 1A, 1B with Tatum, if I'm going to be 100 with you. So who's to say Jalen Brown won't be like, man, I can go and win somewhere else and come back and bust Jason Tatum, you know what? You know what I'm saying? I'm just putting that out there. I think, well, they both came out and said, like, why would we split up when we so good we could be together? So, I mean, I don't know. But Tyree came out and said, I will be back in Boston next year. <laughs> they be capping. These yeah, NBA I, players be capping. I, 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 I think for sure that they won't, like, they're, they're not going to end their career together, for sure. So. No way yeah. As we welcome in Mr. Trey Kemp on season two of the Pack Life Podcast. How you doing, Trey? Don't welcome him. How you doing, bro? How you doing, bro? (laughs) (laughs) How's everyone today? You're in the car. So I should blur it? I'm sorry. Should I blur it? Yeah, blur your background. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) 
We're picking a team that we think will blow it up after this postseason or a player we think will force their way out after this postseason. Uh, B, right. you ready? All right, so, so yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with the team. I'm going to say back to the Sixers. And I feel like if James Harden, hey, if he don't go with the expectation that they expect him to do, I feel like all that will blow up. That, will, that includes him, Doc Rivers leaving. They already been talking about that. Uh, so I feel like if they don't it's, uh, exceed the expectations that they have, uh, that, that will blow up. Um, Player-wise, um, I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say, uh, at the Pelicans in the playoffs, I'm gonna say Zion Williamson, uh, with all the distractions, him doing 360 dunks and all that, they, they expect <laughs> him to get back on the court. I expect, I, I see, I feel like he's ready, but they say his differences, and so I feel like if he feel like he 80, 90 percent, he should get back on the court instead of waiting until he's just fully healthy. Like he need to be back on the court, help his team win. Because I feel like they got him on the court, they may, they probably could do that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I have a quick um, just comment on that. So, um, what well, question? I guess so. Brandon, you think that a team could evaluate and ultimately determine what's better for a player, like health wise, than the player? Yeah, you see, like Steph Curry hurt. He's not one hundred percent. He said, yeah, it's going to be discomfort, woo, woo, but that doesn't matter, right? Right. So if, it's, wait, so if he said it doesn't matter, it sounded like that he feels that he's healthy enough to play. Right. Zion does not feel that. Bro, are you seeing what he's doing? <laughs> what are our reports that say that Zion wants to play while the Pelicans front office doesn't want Zion to play? I don't know if the validity of the reports, but that, that is what was, was being reported. U.S. move good three twenty one. He don't need to be playing nothing. He need to put them beignets down. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Trey, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it to you before I go. Um, pick a player that you think will force his way out after this postseason, or a team that will that should blow it up after this postseason. Team that should blow it up. I would hate for the Celtics to blow it up, but it it would be between like the Celtics or Heat, right? Because they're they're both like every year supposed to be like front runners for the Eastern Conference. I mean, the Heat. I would say the Heat. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, Trip. I mean to cut you off, but I I wholeheartedly agree with you with the Heat. After the, the blow-up with Jimmy Spolster has them on the court, I think there's pressure on that team to win now. And if they get bounced by the Atlanta Hawks, who I feel the Hawks will have the best player in that series, I think jobs will be lost. I think the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals is a must for that Heat team because they were just in the finals two years ago. Come so on. I need I, – I, they need some results. And they got Kyle Lowry, so yeah. That's yeah, I need some yeah. results. Yeah. Let me rebuttal. Just let me know <laughs> when I can talk. Talk to us. Jobs will be lost. Do you know we have the best coach in the NBA currently? And also was just by his peers, if I'm not mistaken, voted as a top 15 coach of all time. I, I'm not sure if that was by his peers, but this is what this is the information that is out there. Secondly, front runners, front runners were the Clippers back in the day, the Chris Paul led Clippers back in the day. You can make an argument. That every team that Chris most most of the Chris Paul's teams were front runners. No. Yes, you can. 
And by front run, yes, yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. The Hornets were not front runners. The Hornets weren't front runners. I said most. I said most. The Thunder the were a thousand percent. The Rockets, the only one I, I can't give a pass on because they was up. The Rockets. The, that's it. The Rock, the Rockets, and the Clippers, front runners. The Clippers Even, were not front runners. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. I don't understand. Like, dude, outside of Jamal Crawford, just because uh, you don't think no, that the bro. Clippers were good does not the mean that they were not. Clippers were like that. They were like that. No, listen. Who catches lobs and is good? Who oh catches lives God, and is impactful? Bro, that was Lake Griffin was literally they were going crazy, Derek. All lobs, all high, that was the highlight factory of the West. It's the same. I'm sorry, bro. They had good roles. Same thing. Um, same thing. I'm, I'm They're doing lobs. That's what they were doing. That's not. That's not a front running team. I'm just you don't win back. That's not winning basketball. I'm just providing context for the for the Chris Providing Paul Clippers. Context, bro. Yeah, Come for on. the Chris Paul Clippers, they lost in his first year. They lost in the semifinals, then the first round, and semi semis first round, first round. That was a five to six year run with Coach Vinny Del Negro, then with Doc Rivers. Um, and they went to the playoffs every year, though. Or yeah, they had four, they, they, first where they were over sixty. First, yeah, yeah. Four, first season forty wins, second fifty six, then fifty seven, then fifty six, then fifty three, then fifty one. How many losses? Um, <laughs> what twenty six <laughs> with the lockout year, then twenty six and twenty five, then twenty six, then twenty nine and thirty one. They won their division. They won their division twice and came in second four of the time. Conference seating, please tell me. What more do you need? No, because when you hit a conference seed and they're not the first seed, and then yeah. they the third and fourth seed every year, they're just an average team. They're the Utah Jazz. <laughs> they're the Nuggets. They're not gonna win anything. You gotta give me some time. Hold on. Are you funny? Bro. I live in nostalgia. No live city. <laughs> no live city team wins. That's why. The, that's why the Hawks couldn't beat the Bucks. All you do is throw lives. They don't have no post game. They, they can't score. They can't create their own shot. You're not winning like that. Bro, they had good roles. What is your what is your thing to get lobs? Like, like not, them one, that's all that's the only way they used to score. That's, that's not the true. only way they used to literally score. Not true. That's not that's true. That's not the only way they used to score. Put backs and lobs. You keep focusing only on them. I mean, yes, the bigs. Yes, that's what they can do. Okay, that was and, their his, dog. and Blake his, could literally shoot. Was, what, boozy, they're getting me hot. Wesley Johnson. <laughs> No, out your mind. Like I said, they had Jamal Crawford. The they ready? Next, take Jamal Crawford again. He was thirty some years old. He's a role. He's a six man role player. He was elite. He's a six man role player. Six man. He never averaged more than sixteen points. I think six man. I can't do the Jamal Crawford slander. I can't do that. I ain't say Jamal Crawford not good at basketball. I said he's not going to be the the second best player, and they're going to all of a sudden win anything. He was new. There's no way he was the second best player though, but he was definitely a lead at being a six man. But I mean, now they did underperform. What we're saying is they definitely underperformed. All right, I have like, there's my bad. I have their standings. First year, fifth seed. Second year, fourth. Then third seed, back to back. Then they finished as the fourth seed again. Oh, okay. Do you, do you have the full list? Like, who was the first seed that year? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You got to look for it if you don't have it. I don't <laughs> the point is, not the front runners. So, please stop it. Uh, 2012 was the Spurs and the Thunder were the top two. Mm. 2013 was That's Thunder Spurs. Mm-hmm. Russ and KD. 
2014 was Spurs and Thunder again. 2015 was Golden State and Houston. And 2016 was Golden State and San Antonio. Thank you. Coming to my TED Talk. Never the front one. Never. Don't, don't ever but say finish that. your 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 Miami Heat rebuttal, JB. Go. <laughs> All I'm saying is, I don't think we have no pressure. Oh. Of course, we just I call it expectations. You feel me? When you come from a organization like that, you know what I'm saying that's world class. You know what I'm saying won championships. The expectation is championships every year. I say that. Okay, so expectations, but this is just something that it's just normal to us. We don't fold under pressure. We're going to be back in the finals regardless. And we ain't blowing nothing up unless we get major value players. Now, Donovan Mitchell want to come down to South Beach, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ty- Tyler, you got to go, my boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If we ain't getting no major player, what's the point of blowing That's up the crazy so much? Part. Y'all, y'all most valuable player is Tyler Hero and Bam. Y'all can, like, trade I would him. not trade Tyler Hero for Donovan Mitchell. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm saying, why would you do that? Like, why would you do that? Because because the Jazz gonna start Hero and he's gonna be the best seller. Tyler Hero, Ben Simmons. I you put Tyler Hero on. Love Tyler Hero. You put Tyler Hero on the um on the Jazz. He gonna sell out like John Stockton. Literally, (laughs) he'll be the new white Jesus out there. All right, I I said that on Easter weekend. I'm sorry, Jesus. All right. Um, is there anything NBA related before we move on to the National Football League? I just want to say I'm so proud of the Pelicans and Hawks. I almost could cry because I, I knew it all along. The Pelicans and Hawks, huh? Two teams. What? I say I'm proud of them. Oh, yeah. Before, we move, before we move on, uh, we got a yeah, shout got out. Homie. See who home team is. We got a shout out. Brandon for a nearly perfect playoff prediction bracket went mm. seven for eight. Except for the Clippers. No, mine was right in the West. No, it wasn't. At the Lakers of the eight. I literally said, I came back and said, oh, no, never mind. I no, no. Before no, you posted no, it, I published no, it. No, before no, you published no. it, I said, oh, no, the Lakers clip. Give me my penalty. <laughs> you a hater, bro. And my East was right. And my no, East was right. You had the Nets as the six. They're, they're, they're the seven. It don't matter. I had them in. I got the all the right. <laughs> Hating. They had them flippers in there. Them flippers, they need to blow it up. Hey. They made the playoffs though. All right, it's it's NFL draft season time. The NFL Yachty. draft is, is it what? Yachty. Oh yes, sir. Uh, the NFL draft is less than two weeks away. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. The major trades happened since the last time we we're on a podcast. New Orleans Saints now have two first round draft picks. The other the other seven teams with two first round draft picks consists of the Lions, the Texans, the Jets, the Giants, Eagles. New Orleans, Packers, and the Chiefs. My question to you guys is, which team has not, you don't have to include those teams, but which team has to perform well during the NFL draft? Has to? Have to. Um, I think the Jets and Giants both are two teams that it's um, both fan bases are getting a little like, okay, uh, especially the Giants, you know, uh, that fan base feels like that organization <laughs> was so dominant at one uh, period of time. And for them to be how they are now, you now it's getting a little unsettling. Uh, 
hot garbage. But um, I think I think the Jets also because they spent a lot of money in free agency. Um, so I really think they. Uh, I would say some say the Steelers may feel because I don't know what their quarterback situation is like. Um, so yeah, that's the only thing I can think of. What about you, JB? So Trey actually stole mine. I think the Giants have the most pressure to perform in this draft, but my second choice would be the New Orleans Saints. Um, here's why I say that. Y'all are, I'm gonna be, I'm unbiasedly speaking on y'all right now. Y'all are in a very interesting spot where y'all can either decline or y'all can pretty much ascend to a, you know, a new era, so to speak. Y'all need to figure out whether or not y'all, what y'all want to do QB-wise. If y'all want to bring in Malik and let him come in and sit behind Jameis, whatever the case may be. And also, y'all need to address y'all wide receivers, bro. Like, that, like, you just can't have Michael Thomas out there by himself. Like, y'all have to address that. And I feel like if y'all can address those things, I feel like y'all will be formidable within uh, not only, you know, the division, but also the conference. So, Y'all got a lot of pressure on y'all because if y'all get this right, y'all can be all right. Y'all can be all right. I don't feel like the Saints – well, Michael Thomas, I feel like the Saints don't as much need a receiver, even though we need one. I just think without him, when you take him away, there's no, no, it's nobody that could take it's over. It's exactly. Um, My team that I feel like is a lot of pressure is, on, is the Ravens. I mm-hmm. think their biological clock is ticking because it's, it's about to be the first time. <laughs> Because they still ain't paid Lamar. They still don't have a number one receiver for real. They number one receivers, they tight end. You're not, they're not about to win like that. It, it's been like that's what that's my thing. I once you try something so many times and you you still can't win, I think it's time to try something new. People like to stick to the format, stick to the plan, and stay down and all that. But this in football. You're gonna stay down and then a team like the Chargers is gonna be better than you because they not they, they not they not staying pat. They adding. And they might have the best defense in football next year. So you gotta stay active. And I don't know what it's gonna take for them to realize that they need a receiver. I feel like if they let Amari Cooper go to the Browns, they should have been the main one calling, blowing them up. They, that, Especially that since been. he went for a fifth. He didn't go for nothing, like a right. high price. But what are you what are you doing? They don't have as much money, probably, but they just bought back Calais Campbell. I just, I feel like everybody think they're the best show on turf with Lamar, and then you come out there and give them nothing to work with. So they they talk about adding Melvin Gordon like they need another running back. You should be worried about adding a receiver. I think they have a lot of lot of faith in Hollywood. Who? He said a lot of faith in Hollywood. You talking about Antonio Brown? That rookie receiver too. He was they got Rashad Bateman. All right, they got they, their receiver, receivers aren't scrubs. Now I do like Rashad Bateman and what I saw from him in the tail end of the season. I feel like he really stepped up for them on that tail end piece and was like showing some flashes. So that may be why they're not going wide receiver, honestly, because they see something in him that we don't, you know, see. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like the Saints that you were just talking about. The Ravens have the number 14th pick in a draft for content. I bet they, I bet they go receiver. They might want to go receiver. You guys going to get London? They better, call, <laughs> better call that boy Odell and pray he come. The Saints had the 16th and 19th pick for JB. Um, y'all going to get London? 
Why are people from USC? Getting Jameson Williams, dude. Hey, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. If I I've never seen a guy so gassed. I don't see what I don't see what everybody see. Ew. Like he's decent and 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 Drake London. He's I don't a see big. He's a big body though. He's big body. He's big. And the team he played for ain't helping his case. Literally. I think the NFL. You've seen a lot. Of, you know, last season a lot of jump balls, 50-50 balls. I think like Mike Williams, he go up and get it if your quarterback. Leaves like a life preserver. He goes up. And I think Drake London is the. He'll be great. He'll be a great possession receiver. The best sure. two, the best two big body receivers in that draft are to me are Traylon Burks and uh, your boy from UGA, George Pickens. I mean, oh, he's, yeah, he's, he's gonna be he's a steal. Nice if, he falls to, if he falls to the second, whoever he's gonna gets be a steal. Like, yeah, he's nice with it. Shoot, I right. need to be trying to get him in the later rounds. My bad, bro. No, you good? Uh, B on you. Which team do you think has to do well in the NFL draft? Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because, man, it, it got to turn around somehow. Like, <laughs> it's either going to be the turnaround, like the game-changing franchise pick with Malik Willis, or they're just going to go receiver. But I just feel like they're going to receive a quarterback. But I want them to go Malik Willis. If they get Malik Willis, I feel like it's a game-changer for the city. But if they go receiver, I understand. But it's like we need our future quarterback. We because we not finna roll with Mariota. Like boy, I heard, I heard the uh, Falcons in a, a few mock drafts I've seen. They're they're going best available player, whether that be Jalen Johnson, uh, Thibodeau if he falls. They they said they're going to best of any. They say they just need the best available for, to build for the next ten years. So how you feel about that? I don't know what they're doing, man. That's how I feel. That's actually not a bad draft strategy. When you Mary look Ella. at because you can really just you can really just thug it out with Mariota and really just kind of build the pieces that you want. Cause let's be honest, bro. Outside of Malik Willis, like what other quarterbacks are we drooling at the mouth for right now? Nobody. Right. Exactly. So it's like don't be patient in your – I say be patient in the approach that they're, that they're taking. Take the best available player. Build around him. You already got A.J. Terrell, who's a stud out there. Why not go ahead and build that defense up, you know what I'm saying, and maybe adjust your offense next year. You know what and I'm it, saying? In a, in a quarterback class where many believe is way better than this class with the exactly. talent that's coming out. So Exactly, because you got not, Bryce Young that comes out next year, yeah. right? Bryce mm-hmm. Young, CJ Stroud from Ohio they State. They like they're gonna be good at any point soon. So, <laughs> <laughs> my I have. I'm gonna but they I'm don't say, need a corner. They, they did just sign uh, your boy Casey Hayward. He's from Atlanta too. They got two from Atlanta cornerbacks. We ain't gonna be there for like the next. Well, yeah, he's thirty. Yeah. He's thirty and thirty-one, but I think he's a good yeah. veteran, veteran presence to have. Presence to have. I mean, they yeah. can add another corner, but it's like you got the same corners from last year, even though they they were young. They weren't as good as AJ, but they were young. So it's like maybe Casey comes in and give a little technique training and <laughs> technique training. I'm dead. Um, I have two, I have two and a half teams. First team I'll say is the Carolina Panthers. I think Matt Rule is on the hot seat for sure. They need to land a franchise quarterback. So I think they're gonna reach for a quarterback in this draft. Thanks, Sam Donald is not it. So I think they're either going Kenny Pickett or Matt Corral. I know Kenny Pickett has some ties with Matt Corral. Well, not Matt Crow with uh, Matt Rule 
at his Pittsburgh days with, I think, one of the coordinators. Uh, so I think he was at Trinity and he recruited him. He was committed to Trinity. Yeah. God, so, thank you. Is that the school? Is it called Trinity? I don't know. It's in the Northeast. I think it's Trinity. But he was committed to them. He was committed to Matt Rule. And then Matt Rule, Kenny P- Matt Rule left for another job. And Kenny Pickett was like, be committed. And he went to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. And so the owner or the, the general manager of the Panthers went to Pittsburgh. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so they, I think they, they, they're, they're trying, they're trying to get a quarterback. They was in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, didn't land them. So I think they're, they need one bad. Another, the other two teams I have that both fall in the same category, who both have two first round picks, is the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. They need to replace losing their star receivers, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill, respectively. So, so I think not, not so much for Kansas City because of they still have Travis Kelsey and they still have. Nicole Harmon, they signed Juju Smith-Schuster, but in terms with, with Green Bay, for sure, they need to find a way to replace Devontae Adams. I think the Packers, as of today, will not win the NFC North until they find a start receiver. I think that goes to Minnesota Vikings, so they need to have a good draft to ensure that they can keep the NFC North on lock. Why you raise, you raise your hand? I, I was curious to see who you said was going to win, but you said it, so I'm good. Oh, yeah. And then the, we already know about the AFC West is a loaded conference that can go either way, so... Yes, sir. Uh, is there any more sports news before we uh, go to music? I don't think so. No, but I know. We're not picking right. playoff series. That's we're closing with it. Did y'all not, talk about baseball already? <laughs> baseball. <laughs> Happy Jackie oh, Robinson Day. Gosh. Happy Jackie Robinson Day. I will say that. Happy Jackie Robinson Day. Baseball. Thank you. That was yesterday. Thank you. We love baseball, man. <laughs> but uh, opening podcast, with not, the podcast isn't time stamped. I could say Happy Jackie Robinson Day. <laughs> I also want to oh. say rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins, since we just finished the football. Thank you. Absolutely. Nice moment like of silence, guys. Yeah, nice moment of silence, guys. But yeah, we're closing the podcast with our NBA Finals predictions. We're not giving. Let's it. get into the music. Music, big three segment. Big three. Mm-hmm. Favorite, not favorite artist. Your artist you messing with right now. Song you messing with right now. Album you messing with right now. We're gonna start off with Brandon because he seems ready. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, this is the second time in a row. You know what I'm gonna say? Nothing changed in the last two, three weeks. Right. You can't, you can't add anybody else. You can't be more creative. Go ahead, though. I just, been, I just been on bread lately. I mean, yes, oh. I've been on Yeet once again. Like, yeah. So, and I'm going with Roland and the album, the Geek Pack. Like, everything's just precious, straight fire. Everybody know the album go crazy. It's a straight bop. It's a straight bop. You want Yeet for all three? Yes. I did. All right, Dylan, your turn. All right, so I actually do have a new pick. I'm a little late to this this album, but the Dreamville album, D-Day, is what I have been on as far as album-wise. Now, I know you're not the biggest J. Cole fan, Derek, and we understand that, <laughs> but the guy's generational. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Um, also, song that I've been messing with, Heavy. From I know Nigo. Y'all probably don't know who Nigo is, but Nigo came out with a with an album tape. And yes, who Nigo is? He made date. My boy. Yeah. <laughs> my boy be in the culture. I know you would know though. 
my boy being better in the coach. My, my fault, bro. I ain't mean to try you like that. So heavy, you know what I'm saying? Got a little Uzi on the on the on the track. It's actually interesting to hear him on the drill beat. I ain't know he would go that hard on the drill beat. So yeah, heavy by Nigo, you know, and Lil Uzi. And what I'm missing, artists, bruh. Lil Baby sound like he got some heat coming on the way with them two singles he dropped. Oh, yeah, like yeah, his yeah. album, his yeah. album sound like it's gonna be pressure. I'm gonna so listen to I, them too. So. Yeah, the baby is gonna be the artist that I'm. You know, what I'm saying I'm rocking with right now because right on and in a minute go crazy, go crazy. I like, I like in a minute. In a minute is my my vibe. Trey, yeah, are you are you here? Yes. <laughs> the voice of God. I'm joking. You can't see you. You know that, right? Yeah, I was. Oh. I was eating. Talk to us, big three favorite artists you messing with, song you messing with, album you messing with. So I heard Brandis shout out Yeet. So honorable mention shout out Yeetski. Yeet <laughs> goes too hard. Um, but I mean, artists I'm messing with right now. I mean, I'm messing with Yeet. I'm messing with Lucky. I'm messing with, but I can only pick one. I guess since I just went to his concert, his artist named Lucky. And it's not lucky day. Everyone thinks lucky day. No, it's not lucky day. It's lucky. Um, song I'm messing with right now. Um, if we're uh, I did like that Nigo album, but I like that um Tyler song like Hurry Up, Get Ready or something. I can't think of it. Functional Attic is also a great song. Has Pharrell and uh Gunna on it. Yeah, I think y'all would like that one. Pete, that one. Um, and Gunna is also on this remix with some like chubby rapper named like Osa or something. I'm on that song. I just don't. I'm not good with song titles. So, but I'm gonna get better on song titles. <laughs> and the last one is uh, what's the last one? Uh, album or art song. I think he did song. So album. Okay. Album like a whole album I mess with. I'm yeah, lucky like getting into that um that uh Don FM extended edition because I didn't really like listen to it for real. So um, I'm getting into that that and um Doja Cat's latest album. Sure. <laughs> All right, artist. I'm saying a little dirt. Uh, went to his concert uh, a couple weeks ago. I, that that ranks as a top twelve concert for me that I've seen. Uh, he's just a great performer. I didn't expect him to have a live band and things like that. A little technical difficulties for the first leg of his first spot for his concert, but it was still a great concert overall. So artist Lil Dirt, when he performed AHA and when we shoot, it went crazy in there. Uh, song, you guys know I went to a Billie Eilish concert with my lady a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and one of the songs that I picked up on is You Should See Me in a Crown by Billie Eilish. Yeah, yeah I think you posted it on Twitter. Yeah. I didn't want to comment on it. I didn't want to comment. <laughs> I was that like, song, oh, man. That song goes uh crazy. Uh, so, so how was that song live? It touched you? Nah. It touched, <laughs> me. it touched me when I left. It like, had to resonate <laughs> with me in my subconscious. So. And our, our album, I'm going to say, Welcome to Voice Island, Rob49. Listen to a couple of joints off of there. Uh, Voice Island 2, a little baby version two with little baby go hard also downloaded 
Bad Girl Alert and Like My Daddy so far, but I'm still Bad listening to Bad it. Bad Girl Alert go crazy. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, Rob nine from the city. Shout out Cut Jason Pick for uh, putting me on to him. So, that's what I've been tuning into. Cut Carter on you. On me. Okay. Artist that I am rocking with right now. I got to shout him out. Jack Harlow. I, I just got on the wave a little bit, like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I, I I like Jack Harlow. Yeah, he, he really he really nice. Jack Harlow. Yeah, and and then the album I'm messing with right now. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe O Foreign just dropped a new album, Bible. I like it a lot. Like I'm like, it's like Pop Smoke first album, like not first album, but that first post humans album is like. It's drill, but it's so much in there that it's like it's, a, it's so deep. Crazy. It's deep. Yeah. yeah, it's very, it's very, very good to me. So that leads me into the song that I'm messing with right now. Super, super heavy. I like outside of the Lil Durk album that I play every day. The song by Vivio Fawn called "On God" featuring KC. The intro to his album might be the most beautiful song like I ever heard. Like it's like it's so it's drill, but it's, beautiful. it's everything in one. It's like literally like if I'm looking for a song. That's gonna like make me feel something, even though it's like it sounds good. That's it. And I also gotta I say, like, I like for nothing. For nothing. I also gotta go with. I also gotta shout him out on his outro called "Can't Be Us." He sampled a uh, DMX. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. And it's this like he put a lot into this album. So for a debut album from a drill artist who you know people say is one dimensional, I, I had to shout him out on that and that that album and his songs. So when I'm on TV, I gotta look good because not the whole block watching. Yeah, I gotta shout out his. That's my big three. For the week, yes, sir. Um, any music news you gotta report on that we missed out? Oh, yeah, I got an honorable. To the, um, um, oh, dang, I but wait, go ahead, Trey. I got an honorable mention that Shake It song with uh, Cardi B. Um, and it's oh, like the K flop, that K flop, free K flop. Yeah, that's on hard. Yeah, it is. I, I want to shout out. I'll say rest in peace to Archie Eversole. Uh, he made We Ready, who was like, if you play football at any point or any sport, really, if you never said We Ready, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. We Ready. That's like, okay. it's, a, it's, okay. a, it's a, if you never said that, I don't know, maybe he wasn't in the trenches, I don't know. You ain't growing up in the hood. So, <laughs> uh, I definitely want to shout out and say rest in peace to him. And, you know, and that whole situation is crazy. So, rest in peace. Yes, sir. Rest in peace. Is there any news breaking on this fine NBA first round playoffs before we conclude the podcast? Oh my God, what happened to Virgil? Oh, sir. Uh, before I we know that. Before, let me go. Go. Bam got cleared uh, so of COVID protocol, so he'll be ready to go. <laughs> it's the only news oh, I have. And I, and, and I, want, I got a little monologue I want to say. For those of you that are saying the PG play that y'all are to beat us. <laughs> Too damn bad. He did it. I mean, why was he out late? Why was he not wearing a mask? Why was he? It's a lot of questions. He contracted COVID. I hate. I I hate that. I really do. Gotta stay away. Gotta stay. I mean, but man, um, health health over basketball every time. Safety over basketball every time. Uh, this will conclude episode 110 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. 
remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. Like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod and Pack Life Podcast. Before Pack Life Pod and Pack Life Podcast. Before we end, give me your NBA Finals predictions before the playoff games start. I'll start with you, Brandon. Warriors versus Bucks. Trey. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's between the Suns and whoever wins the Warriors and Nuggets series versus. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. No, That's I a- need you to give me concrete. <laughs> Stop dancing. I need concrete. <sighs> <laughs> okay, so I like the Suns. You know, it's it's just time. They're due. The Suns in the West versus um I'm going, you know, Suns Nets. I'm going. <laughs> Kyrie can play home games. <laughs> yeah, sign me up. If not <laughs> both of those teams, one of those teams will represent. All right, <laughs> JB. I'm going Suns. He he uh wins it all this year. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought I, I thought I was muted, Jamie. <laughs> Cut Carter. I am going with Suns versus Bucks rematch last year. I Suns agree. Play. I agree. Suns Bucks rematch last year. Give me the Suns winning as well. I am joined here today with Trey, who's off camera. He's back on. No, he's he's off. He's back on. Give us a deuce. Yes, sir. <laughs> Joined by Lil B. There it does. Going to win today. Watch out for that. Pack JB as well, Mr. Consistent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Pleasure having me. Hey, and also, man, packbrand.net. Come and shop with us, man. I know we said it at the beginning, but I just wanted to say it again just in case y'all forgot. You know what I'm saying? What you call it, bro? The packies? Yeah, we need, fans we, we need to grow that. We need to grow that Packies fan base. So really come and shop with us, man, and support young black brothers such as ourselves trying to do better things with our, you know, with our lives. You know what I'm saying? Thank mm-hmm. you. Packbrand.net. Tap in. Yes, sir. Go get that. And Cut Carter. Jalen Brunson. Watch him. Tell him when I look him. Him and Dinwiddie about to get off. Fun fact. <laughs> And I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank you for tuning in. Rock with us for the 110th episode. See you guys in a couple of weeks, probably after the NFL draft. Going to give you our analysis, who won the draft, who lost the draft. And we'll probably be, what, round two, maybe, of the NBA playoffs. So kick it with, kick it with you guys. See you guys late April, early May. And we're out of here. Oh, I'm sorry. We can't end like that. We got an announcement to make. On, on May 14th, Bruiser Carter will be graduating from the illustrious Clark Atlanta University in Atlanta. So we had to shout out boy for his graduation. And we, also want to say, we also want to say he finished the year early. We just had to wait for the commencement. So that's another thing. But you know. Let's go, boy. How do you kid? Thanks. That's fine. That's black smart excellence. Guys, smart guys, smart about black smart excellence. Yes, sir. That's excellence, bro. We gonna we need to pop we need to pop one for my boy man. That ain't that ain't normal. I'm, I'm about to drink bottomless mimosas for my brother by myself. Oh man, Congrats, <laughs> seriously. I'm Super back in May. Dude. I'm I'm back in May, early May. Yes sir. Do it, man. We gonna celebrate.
We'll All right, love y'all boys. Appreciate it. Now we out of here for real, for real. New pack life.